course, I've got my information on record labels in front of me. It's a lot, so I want to try to get through as much of it as possible. Um, so I just want to go through like some of the history, then from there go into um, the roles of the the record label, and then go into one or two of the deals. I actually saw one or two interesting deals. Uh, maybe I can just shed some light, and maybe you might want to do some research on them yourself. So record labels essentially are there to make money off the artist. We, I don't want to say it in any, I don't want to mince my words, but that's what they're there to do. As much as you are signing yourself over and hoping that they're going to help you, at the end of the day, their idea is to help themselves, right? Um, at this current point in time, we've got three majors. Um, according to my research, we've got Sony, Warner, Universal Music. Universal Music being the biggest, in my opinion. Um, I don't know how factual that is, but I can almost trace almost every single record label from Def Jam, Interscope, Island, Capital, all these guys, Republic, I can always just, you know, they just shift right back to Universal, cash money, then you get your subsidiaries like Young Money, which is then uh, affiliate, a subsidiary of um, uh, Cash Money, which is then affiliated to Universal, so it always just shifts straight back up, and for me that almost sounds like some kind of monopoly, and in this situation there's always money that's trying to be made. Case in point, even though We've gone through different music revolutions from people trying to sell CDs, record labels earning truckloads of money, to uh, people downloading things like Napster and sending music to each other, to music being free, to us, us having things like iTunes, which for me is something that really does benefit the label at the end of the day because now they're able to make money again and huge chunks of money. But it's outdated. Record labels are outdated. I'll give you an example because they're struggling. They're struggling to keep up. And I give them a couple more years. They're going to keep on trying new ways to make cash off artists, but they're going to keep struggling. One way is, I don't know if you've seen on YouTube and on um, uh, Instagram, regardless of what your intention is, if you put something up and it's got music in it and they feel that it's copyrighted and they feel like they can't make money off it, like they can't monetize your, your Instagram video. So what they're going to do is it's going to take your Instagram video down. Same with your YouTube video. So even if you're like, G-Eazy's new album, go get it please, um, or someone who's affiliated to a label. So you've got a, a Drake track playing in the background, you're like, go buy the new Drake album. And you've got uh, 20 seconds of a Drake song, and you're like, this is my favorite song, you have to go hear the rest, go download it. Even with the best, even with the best of intentions, YouTube, to, again, in my opinion, together with labels, have come up with a way to uh, the al algorithms will uh, algorithms will pick up that you're you're playing their music and then they'll remove that video purely because they're not making direct cash off it. Back they used to demonetize a video, but now I just see people's videos just being taken down, um, left, right, and center. Cool. So, going on to what um, label, going on to what labels do. Uh, I think, yeah, most of what they do can be replicated. Um, let's look at let's look at what labels do. I mean, they've got they 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 to manage um, trademark uh, and manage copyright, which effectively can be done through an independent deal with a music publisher, um, which is not difficult to get, in my opinion. If your music is good enough, then you can approach a publisher, right? Um, again, with a publisher, you just Google them; they're all over the place. Um, independent as well as larger publishers. Um, if you can approach a publisher, they can get that kind of stuff done for you. With regards to trademarks, um, anybody that has been following what I've been doing has seen that I've had a bit of an issue with trademarks over the past couple of months. 
something I was able to sort out with an independent company. Cost me maybe 3,000 Rand, wasn't too expensive, but I was able to handle that independently. Um, They're also there to coordinate production. You know, the whole studio process, you know, the labels got this particular studio that they go to, they get their recording done, mixing, mastering done. They've got a set of producers that they work with. These are all networks that you can build yourself. And they're that much better because you're able to sit in an environment where there's no real pressure on you. You don't have a pressure to deliver a single. You can just make the music you want. I mean, look at Russ. Guy's having the time of his life making the music that he wants to, as opposed to someone else who might also look like they're making a lot of cash, but they they have very, very strict guidelines to what they need to do. They'll have they'll be told, we need 12 songs, and of the 12, four of them need to be singles. So instantly they go in there with a the mindset of, crap, I need to. Now you're writing singles and you're trying to, you know, they're trying to orchestrate this stuff and it can become a little bit distracting. Uh, distribution of music, I need to get into that. We've got CD Baby, TuneCore, DistroKid, and a whole host of other ways. If you want to, you can go print your own CDs. Is what people are still doing these days and it's working out for them just to develop a, a, band, a fan base. Um, as well as um, no one's really going into the shops anymore. Although there is a bit of an allure if you've got your track in a store. Um, there are there are places out there that can help you make the CD. Making the CD is not the problem. I think getting it in the store is the issue. Although it really shouldn't be a problem because, you know, you shouldn't really be going for that, especially if your fan base isn't that big. Your your focus should be getting a fan base so that one day you do get, you're getting your shows and eventually you are making money through uh, your shows as well as platforms like iTunes and all those other places. Promotion, this is a big one, promotion and marketing. These are things that I think make a record label, um, they, they still, it still makes sense. I think this is the only place where I feel there's still sense. If we're talking money and you know the label gives you money, that's absolute nonsense because it's usually a loan. It's a glorified loan. All they're doing is handing you cash that they're gonna end up taking from you anyway. Your first few shows, you're gonna start asking, where's my money for my shows? You're like, no dude that advance i gave you was the money and you're gonna keep paying it back until you pay it back you know what i'm saying even after you're done i'm still gonna be making money as a record label i'm still gonna be making money off you as the artist until the day you pay me back which is why the whole fifi cooper story you know it, it just boggles my mind as to how there's even like a there's even that much of a case i know there's lots of elements that go into it but um, there's certain there's certain things about it that just boggle my mind as to people don't necessarily understand what's going on and they're like yeah no you can't treat them like this anyway I'm not gonna get into that right now um, as I said copyright enforcement we've got um, publishers that can handle that um, then there's A and Ring you know your talent scouting and artist development that's what the label's supposed to do. Nowadays, it's become easier to make music. You don't have to be a multi-instrumentalist. You don't have to sing perfectly. There's people like me. There's music producers out there that are able to do help you through that process. And also, if you want to learn some of these things, you can do a lot of it through um, YouTube, through Google, through uh, private lessons. It's all it again. It's all either free or it's super super cheap. That is essentially what a record label is going to do do for you. Exactly what I just told you now. It's not a massive budget that you have to put together but it is a little bit of cash. And I feel like people don't have that patience to be able to, to go that route, that independent route, um, or they feel like it's, it's just too much hard work, which sure it is, 
but at the end of the day it's all i think it's all down to preference and you know what it is that you're able to do i think promotion would be the only thing i would get into a label deal for because i know that the 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 um, the avenues are already set up but even still i'd much rather spend my time and energy on building up relationships one-on-one because people then get to know me as opposed to me under whatever level it is so just quickly just to go through a couple of deals um, that i saw um you got this thing called a standard recording deal uh, or standard record deal which is essentially what they used to use with your bigger artists very very standard it's i mean it's it's probably what when you think of a record deal that's exactly what you're thinking of um so what they what record labels then figured they needed to do because they weren't able to just make money off cds um was they created the concept of a 360 deal which is exactly what it says it, they they basically taking money from every little portion um, of income that you get as an artist even if it's a random sponsorship because their justification is that if it wasn't for them you wouldn't be getting any of that therefore they're going to take portions out of everything all right um then you've got your your your, your singles deals uh, your licensing deal like a licensing deal you'd you'd be licensing a particular uh, project to the label um, so that they're not they're not jumping in and trying to affect what it is that you've done in the past. Um, they're working, you know, they're working on that particular deal. Um, you've got profit split deals. Um, uh, you've got EP deal, which is quite strange. The EP deal really did. Um, let me actually just spend a little bit of time on that. The EP deal is um, say I'm an artist and you have a record label. I work together with you, but in silence, no one can know. I'm not allowed to, as as per the contract, I can't say anything to anybody and you obviously can't say anything to anybody. Now, what happens if I blow up? Then you're allowed to come out and say, hey, I've signed you, right? And it makes it look good because you as the record label, it's almost like you won the bidding war. Whereas if I tank, then you're able to just say, hey, I, I, I had nothing to do with this kind of thing. So that's an interesting deal that I think happens a lot more often than we think where someone will be like, I'm independent, but they're not really independent. They just have a really, really well set up EP deal. Um, and then you've got artist deals just as a final um, where an artist would sign an artist, essentially. Um, but yeah, uh, just have a have a listen through this again and just read up each one of those deals. Each one of those, each one of them is a little bit, uh, they do get a bit complex, but they are nice to go through um and yeah i suppose if you have any more information if you have anything else that you want in terms of info let me know i probably won't be able to answer one-on-one because there'll be a lot of questions but it'll be just nice to uh, possibly even do a follow-up to this because there's a lot of information that i've left out um yeah that's pretty much it